0: Greetings, Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good You of come Ar- get the voodoo. Uh, hey I've there. And you
1: are... Light be with hey, you. Hey, great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde?
0: Shiny. Sail. Hear. Me. Buy. And trade. What?
1: Hello, and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Tuesday, January 20th, 2009, and this is episode 98 entitled Patch 3.08. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me is my co host, Glanther. Hello. Hello. And let's do a slash salute to Asheo who is lying by some really beautiful beaches in Australia. He actually sent a picture. uh, He Twittered a picture. It looked very lovely. Uh, And I think he's in like 60 to 80 degree weather.
0: Yeah, it's it's his summer right now.
1: Yes, yes. So I'm glad he's warm and enjoying it while we're over here cold. But... (laughs) We do have patch 3.08 to keep us warm. <laughs> so, you know, settle down and uh, and uh, enjoy 3.08. I, uh, I was home, so around 11 o'clock, which is the time they say that they were going to be done, which is 1 o'clock our time, I was trying to get on. And, of course, it wasn't on.
0: Four hours, two more.
1: Yeah, two more. Yeah, it took a couple of more hours. But the patch did download, so that was exciting. It's always exciting when the patch downloads. And you, I guess, came home and patched?
0: (laughs) I came home and patched. Now, I I was um, out and around all afternoon, and I came home and I had to do some real life stuff. I had to kind of clean a little bit. But uh, now, though, that I have some time and I'm doing the podcast. I've, I've gone ahead and I've passed. I've kind of took, taken a look at the world a little bit differently. And yeah. We can talk a little bit about that today.
1: Have you, uh, what's, what have you noticed? Well, I mean,
0: first thing was that the, the mining is now much, much nicer and I can do like a draw, like a drive by mining Where you, So often you, you, you are going along and, and I was on Alaris, and I was walking around, um, Oh, where was I exactly? I think I was in Grizzly Hills. And then I saw like the little yellow dot on the, on the node and uh, the, the, the node dot on the map. And then I ran up and I took out my, pick, uh, my little um, pickaxe and clicked it once and I got two um, cobalt nodes. And then it went away. And I was like, oh, that was weird. And then I found another one later and I did it again. And I got two more cobalt nodes. And I was like, oh, it and then I, it came to my attention, I remembered um, that that was one of the new features, and I really like it. Because it used to be, if there were, like, mobs all over the place, and you have to sit there, and it's almost um, like a timed thing, then you, it's just that that much longer that they can come by and aggro, you know? But now you can very quickly go, ding, and then run away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that part is nice, but... You know, one thing that it's gonna affect?
0: Well, you can't share, like, a node for skill up points. Anymore.
1: For skill up points, exactly. And that's one of the first things I learned. One of the first etiquette lessons I learned when I, uh, became, a, when I joined, uh, World of Warcraft was that you waited for someone to, you did one hit and then you waited for the next person to do a hit. <laughs> Well no <laughs> on the, the
0: mind. Now it's more like herbalism and it's more like leatherworking, you know, it's now like a typical gathering where you basically have one person who gets the resource and that's it. Right, yeah, that's
1: true. That's very
0: Because I was just, I was as a leather worker on Glanther, I was always, you know, used to that. Like where you have to go and, and before like any other leather workers here, okay, so you can get one, I can get one, or if you're in an instance you say you get this room, I get the next room, you know, stuff like that. So now they're going have to have to do the same thing for mining.
1: Yeah. So it's here and we are just going to have to deal with it. Uh, so, do you. Oh, I want to do a couple of reminders. We have the ongoing contest. Uh, if you send an email, we will. Uh, do a roll at the end of the show, and you'll either get a you have a choice of a one month free of WoW playing, or you can get an authenticator. And um, we also have an ongoing contest that's going to go on until we get enough submissions for the WoW minis. Uh, get a chance, go to the WoW site. I mean, go to the yeah, go to the WoW, World of Warcraft site and look at the WoW minis, and then go to uh, controlaltwow dot com and check out the. Uh, pictures I put up of the minis that I got. And they're really neat, so uh I think it'll be make a nice something to put on your desk. <laughs> Show your world of warcraftness. And you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail dot com. So do you want to dive right into what we've been doing? Yes. Alright, I think I'll start off
0: this week. Alright.
1: So I decided to quad box. I haven't done it in a while. Now, you know, we talk about uh triple boxing and dual boxing a lot. I think uh Asheo does some with key clones, but uh I just wanted to talk a little bit about the way I do it. I don't use I actually don't use anything anymore. The only thing I use is a macro for follow. I don't even use a target uh assist macro. I'm basically I'm alt-tabbing between my characters. And I, I just find that that's more natural for me and less confusing because when you depend on something that works automatically, when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work, and it can cause a lot of confusion. So, you know, I just make sure I have enough. Like when I'm quad boxing, I have uh, three monitors or I have my MacBook Pro and another mo- and a monitor and my iMac. And I either <clears throat> make sure that... Uh, you know, I can see all the characters or if I can't see exactly everything, I have them overlapping so I can see the important things. And I just alt-tab between them. I had April uh, and Elite. Those are my two death knights. And uh, Aruk, my horde, uh, my um, tauren hunter, and Aprilian, my warlock. We were in the Grand and we were moving in mass, And it worked really well because... Um, I actually had a Prillian flying, which was kind of neat. And we finished the uh, Crone quest. That's when you have to go down to that south area and uh, kill a bunch of so many of these guys and then kill the head guy in there or the chick in this, in this case. And then we uh, hearthed to Dalaran. And I got, I, I got caught up in something that happens every time I go to level which is why I don't have any level 80s right now. I got caught up in leveling my um, professions. Uh, All of a sudden I realized April uh, who is a who is a um, jewel crafter miner, She got to the point she got to 325 and she could all of a sudden now she can prospect all that uh, uh, eternium ore that she had you know because she was collecting stuff yeah. and she couldn't do anything with it, and then she got to the point she she could make she went to was running back and forth between the forge and the jewel crafter and the bank and then I was logging off on a brilliant and going to my uh alt and Thunder Bluff and buying you know the tiny mats that she needs she needed uh, she was making that necklace of the deep, oh speaking of which,
0: <laughs> oh like
1: it. um. I had had my first socketed item on a prillian. I had I didn't have many. I, I, I never had something that needed to be socketed. And one of um, I want to give a shout out to Isidro, who is uh, uh, in the AIE guild. Uh, he sent me this lovely, nice blue gem, which I carried in my bag for like three weeks because every time I went to drag it onto her boots. <laughs> It said you can't use this item on this item. And I was like, okay, but it's a blue item and there's a socket for it. You know, you really have to read. Read,
0: Read. yes.
1: Yes. Okay, so everybody out there that's yelling at me, noob, yes. You have to right-click on an item that needs a socket, and then another screen comes up and you drag the gems over to the socket, and then you have to click on socket gems. Okay, now I know.
0: (laughs) You want to hear it? Here's a noob moment that I kind of mimic that, where I was in Old Kingdom and on heroic with Glanther with a pickup group, and we were on the last boss, and that guy is weird because he makes you fight like all the other members of the party, and I died. And okay. what did I do? I rested. Like I, I, uh. I went and I said, you know, go to the graveyard. And I'm there, like I I I come up, you know, like I'm I'm running. All of a sudden, I hear like the the um the the party chat, like what happened to the guy, like what like what 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 went down. And when you if you die, and then you like, you know, come back to like a, a graveyard, you know, then it resets the battle. <gasps> and so I was like, oh, and they're like, did you re like did you like resurrect? And I was like, yes. And they're like, what were you thinking? It was like I was really embarrassed, and it was just it was just generally like. Um, nasty, but that was a new moment. So, for anyone out there but, in a.
1: But anybody know? How would you know that you don't do it in res? Who well, would think that you'd res and come back into the battle as soon as possible? Well, you
0: have, you have, to, you have to go outside of the. You have to go in, like, into um, the instance all over again. And it just like. It resets like that, that guy. Mm. Which is why now when you see like people dying, like, you see bodies all over the place, but you don't see. Um, any skeletons because if you go and you actually, if you don't get a battle rest, if you don't get resurrected within like that realm by like one of like the healers, then it resets the guy. So you don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's my noob moment. And that was not good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't kick you out of the group, did they?
0: No, but I mean, they, they <laughs> used some colorful that. language and I felt like I actually deserved it. So,
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I was gonna say nobody died, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I died. <laughs> you died. I yeah. died.
1: So, um, let's see where else did I? Oh, so <clears throat> then uh, after uh, April did her uh, training and elite, she did some. Uh, she's a inscriptor and an herbalist, but her herbalism is low, and her inscription is now at the level where she needs our uh, Northrend herbs. And I really should probably send Aprilian out to Northrend to just do some to collect some herbs and collect some frost weave, but she feels so lonely out there. <laughs> I feel triple. virus Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I'm hooked on triple dual at least dual boxing.
0: Well, but one of the things that you said earlier, I wanted to before I before I forget, you talked about alt tabbing between like between all of your screens and right. that's the way when i when i did do some dual botting is what i had to do too like the only macro i had which is like a follow macro and in a in a sense like key cloning is you know it's nice but in in many cases you you have a little mini group and when you're in an instance or when you're like just leveling with a group usually you only have like one person go in to get aggro anyway So even if you're in, like, five different people, like, the tank will go in, the tank will get some aggro, and then everyone else will start to then shoot, which is the same kind of dynamic that you have naturally when you alt-tab, because you go to a character, you send them in, they start to fight, and then you alt-tab to your second character, and then they start, you know, they use abilities, and you alt-tab to the other one. And many, many, many um, skill sets are all based off of auto-attacks. So, like, I know that with Death Knights, you know, you, there's a, a, a talent point that says, you know, we're going to add, you know, 10% of your auto-attacks will come back as shadow damage. That's in the un, unholy tree. Like, that's something which is made for dual boxes that are, like, alt-tabbing. Because you have your, your Death Knights sitting there just, like, you know, auto-attack, auto-attack while you're using all the spells from your other characters. And you go back to them, and then you go and you cast all of your, your strikes, Gain your runic power then alt tab, and meanwhile they're they're doing their auto attack, and right. and I think that that's something you know in hunters too you have a lot of auto attack uh, stuff like you have days and then you have um you, you know like whenever you work on, on any kind of critical rating and so I think that you know it's okay to to do alt tabbing and you know you don't have to have every single character like be totally vested in using all of their um like. <laughs> all of their skills at the same time. You can kind of go and, and kind of pay attention a little bit on one then go to another one and do a little bit on that one kind of stuff. Right. The only thing yes. I would see that it would be really tough to do, you know, quad boxing or even dual boxing using alt tab is if you're in like a really high-end instance where you have to be kind of watching all of your, you know, your meters like very, very closely. But right. you, couldn't, you couldn't do a 25-man you know, we couldn't 25 bucks anyway, so. <laughs> oh, right.
1: Well, there was, there's that one mage, but that's just ludicrous. Um, Yeah, but, uh, and also I like to use characters that have a uh, pet. That's like a protection thing, you know. If I, for some reason, lose focus on one of the characters while I'm alt-tabbing, then the pet is kind of like a
0: backup. Yeah, so I think that a, a hunter, like when people that are getting into dual boxing, they should have a warlock or a hunter, like it, to just start off with. Because they're so, they're so nice to have, because it's, it's basically extra time for you to, to kind of figure out like, that alt tabbing. Because, like your pet, like even if you're not a beast mastery hunter, but they can take a lot of damage. And they, right. and they always will get the aggro, and it kind of gives you some extra time.
1: It's also why I went under in the unholy tree for my death knights. because I wanted that one thing where you get the pet. The pet ghoul.
0: Uh, who's one of my favorite pets, but
1: yeah. <laughs> so also while I was in D- D- Dalaran, I realized I hadn't gone to check my glyphs. So as you level up, you might want to every once in a while check your glyphs, because uh, Aprilian had some op- had an open spot. A minor glyph, and uh, that's my warlock. And uh, my death knights had several spots because they had hit sixty, and then they hit sixty-five, and I guess that gave them some spots. So check your spots as you're leveling, so you can uh, add your glyphs. Because some of them are really neat. Some of them are, you know, just cosmetic, but it's kind of neat. So um, Aprilian went to to do uh, the daily uh, at Bashir's Landing, which I love. I love the whole concept that uh, you know this uh, area is kind of named after Doctor Bashir on Deep Space Nine. I'm assuming that's what it was. I think he was out of phase once with uh, the rest of the the uh, ship or the station. And if not, I still like the name Bashir's Landing. Uh, have you you've done that daily, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I no matter how many times I do it, I still love it. I love the fact that you have to find this little thing, this box off of one of the mobs, and then you go phase and you, you're, you're uh, attacking these mana worms.
0: But that was so- that was a Star Trek episode in every single. I think in every single series. Because somebody was at one time was out of phase from phase everyone else. With, yeah. Right,
1: yeah. It, well, it happens. It,
0: it happens you know, all it the happens
1: time. It happens to me. I, I was out of phase just the other day.
0: I know. It was, <laughs> like me every Monday morning. I'm just not quite with everyone else. Okay.
1: Yeah. So um, so I went to do the the of Cell daily. And I died. And on my way back from the spirit healer, I went in the wrong direction. And I fell off of the top of the landing. (laughs) It was so painful because I'm trying to figure out, well, what do I do now? Obviously, I'm dead, so I can't fly and I can't get back up there. I ended up having to run back to Evergrove, I guess, is the Uh. city. Yeah. And and even then, you know, there's no spot that says, here's a graveyard. There's nothing that indicates other than the graveyard that you fell off of or that you, you know, you, you res to. And so I had to run around and just wait until I saw the spirit healer. And once I saw her, I was never so happy to see a spirit healer. Like, I didn't care about the damage. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Can I have my body back, yeah. please?
0: Can yeah, I tell you something really funny, though? Like there was, there's a, um, an area in Storm Peaks, which is basically um, it's a, um, a very, very, very high <laughs> um, place where there's a mob at the top who's like a quest giver, I should actually say. And um, there's a, it's kind of an epic quest. I don't want to, to, to spoil it too much for you because you, you'll do it eventually. But you, but you basically have to do this quest around this super high peak. And it's like so high that you can't see the ground. Like you're in like the clouds. Mm. But basically, Glanther fell off. He fell from this, from this height. And I was falling for many, many seconds before I actually hit the ground. But I actually died on a ledge on this huge peak. And so I, I wasn't actually, I couldn't get to it unless I could fly to my body. And I, right. I remember when I died, I was like, oh, this is going to be really bad. I'm going to have to get a spirit healer. But when I became a ghost, I was on a ghost griffin.
1: Oh, I could actually fly,
0: fly to my body because I guess in northern there are lots of places where you can only get to if you're flying. And so I think they have that built in. That if like if they see that your body can only be see like gotten to by flying to it, they'll give you a ghost griffin, which is nice because you're there. Look at split.
1: Oh, cool. Wow.
0: So, like, if you had died like that in, in Northrend, North you would have been able to very quickly fly to your body.
1: Yeah, I guess I need to go to Northrend now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, she finally made it back and got Solar soul for revival. So then I uh the next day I think it was, I took um Oric the hunter and the twins back to the grand and uh we had a blast. I the I love the taking these three guys. They're both they're all 365 and Oric is uh skinner so and uh E April is the uh miner and Elite is the herbalist, so we're not wasting anything. And I, the only thing is, I had to be careful with the looting. I, you know, I when you're dueling box, dual boxing, you're doing free for all. There's no sense in you know having to make sure one person runs up to get that particular item since you're going to be sharing it, and it's just you anyways. So I um. But these guys dropped individual things that each different uh, death knight needed <laughs> and it was so annoying like one of the death knights had already done all the obsidian uh, war beads and uh which you have to collect and turn in into the uh, the major city in the grand and the other one was trying to get some of that uh ash gun dust for the uh, the chicken holla because it's hard to get 40 or uh, to get twenty, and I hate it when I get like sixteen on one, and I got seven on the other.
0: Because <laughs> they're all soul bound. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, so it's very frustrating. So I was trying trying to balance it, but it's also you know the the uh, those guys up in the it's um Wall Mall. It's where you have to go up that hill, and uh, you also have to free those guys from the, the cages, the cages. But you have to be careful because some of those cages. If you just freed a guy, you can go back and unlock it. And you just waste a key. So you have to check the cage to make sure one of the guys are in there. And, uh, you know, they say the usual thing. Oh, thank you. and I can go back to my family. You're such a hero. And, you know, with the three of them, the death knights, the two death knights and the hunter, it's like a piece of cake, except the hunter did run out of uh, arrows while while he was up there. But, you know, it's okay because the death knights can grab. And they did pretty well. And so we got through that and they finished it and we went back and oh in the middle of uh, that battle though uh arc being 66. So I'm getting there. My goal is to get all three of these guys to 68 and then head out to Northrend with uh Aprilia. So uh we have a we had another transfer. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> They they did the transfer to garage, and then they decided. Oh well, you know, there's, uh, there's still a lot of people on Earth and Ring. Thousand on, on, person
0: queues, so let's go ahead right. and open up with something else. So,
1: <clears throat> right, and and again, they're not just doing it on Earth Ring; they're doing it on a lot of different servers. So, um, they uh they combine other servers into two different ones, Worm West. Wormrest. Wormrest Accord, yeah. Yes, and then there's Winterhoof. one other one, Winter. Yeah, so uh, Wormrest Accord is a uh, role playing server, and I think Wintercord is just a PvP. I mean PVE. Yes, thing.
0: we have an RP PVE, and then we, ha- which is the Wormrest Accord, and then there's Winterhoof, which is just a PVE.
1: So which one did you transfer to?
0: Well, I went to Wormrest Accord with both. Alaris and with, uh, with Glanther, but I kept my, my Horde alts on Earth and ring. This so is that way I'd be able to you know, play with you in a
1: show. Oh, okay, cool. So you still have a death knight.
0: I still have my death knight. I still have Herod. he's my. Uh, he's actually like the, the, he's the opposite of Alaris, because Alaris is the holy paladin now. and he's, uh, and Herod is an unholy death knight. undead. So, like, he he's basically, like, he's in, like, the, the exact opposite of, of healing. <laughs> he wants to kill people a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm actually trying to level up a, a healer. I have a, a couple of healers. I have a shaman, priest combination, and Durator right now. It's Going pretty slow. They are my referral friends, but uh, I don't get a chance to get to them <laughs> very often.
0: Like, healers are one of those um, things where, like, you'll never, like, they're hard to level, and they take so long to level. Um, But once you start, like, doing instances, once you start changing your focus and doing instances, like, you will never have to wait. Right.
1: Well, and also what I'm going to have to do is probably do a lot of uh, single boxing, (laughs) Uh, regular playing with the, the healer. So while I'm on vacation, I was hoping to to get her to a good level so I could start doing instances, and, you know, since uh, I will have more free time. Of course, I didn't get around to doing it today, but I will. So, um, let's see. So we did. I talked about the transfer. I transferred off uh, um, a Death Knight, the Jasper, who was my uh, Enchanter, and uh, so I, and I started uh, a Death Knight gnome. <laughs> just because i thought it was funny don't you think a death knight gnome is funny
0: they're funny until you see them actually on their um under a steed and then you're like no
1: well <laughs> i've got one the, the most ridiculous thing is that her blade goes through the ground
0: <laughs> that's something that's always made me pissed off about glanther is that he, there are certain weapons that because he's so short they'll like They'll go inside of his cloak.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And it, it drives me crazy, but, you know, I don't want to not have the cloak because the cloak, you know, is pretty. Um, but it, it's, if he was taller, it'd be no problem. But they, have to, they, they should have some kind of, like, scale effect where, like, if you have a really long, like, pole arm or something like that, it doesn't look completely ridiculous on the little people because the, the Horde has no little people. Right the alliance is filled
1: with little people. So. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> sure are. <laughs> so, and then I created a well, I I, I want to be able to do a box to high alliance characters. I know it's kind of silly cuz I don't have any low to medium uh medium to yeah, low to medium characters. But uh, there's some things I want to do on the alliance side. So, uh, I made the gnome Death Knight, and I made a, a blood elf, a Night Elf Death Knight who bounces. So, and I've got them in the starting area. And, you know, you get that feeling all over again just when you materialize on that balcony. No matter how many times I've done it, and I've done Death Knights, gosh, this will be my seventh and eighth Death Knight, I believe. I still love that feeling I get from... Being in that whole instance, and I'm glad that uh, they materialize together because sometimes you, they don't. And uh well, it's gonna be fun going through that whole quest line again. Uh, we've only gotten as far as uh, <laughs> getting we getting down into the Havershire or not the you know the first area. We have to duel Death Knights and you have to kill so many uh, of the citizens and steal a horse and stuff. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, So then I kind of panicked because I did transfer off my high level, the ear. And so I uh, got out my enchanter and I got out my, you know, I did some, I got a, a level 40 rogue enchanter and she was great. She was my main enchanter for the longest time, but a rogue is so hard to play and she never got past 40. And I also got out my level 39 mage because I wanted her to get portals, or at least the first you know two that you get at that level. So I got them, and I took uh, uh, I took an Primal, who's level 55, and they went out into the Badlands, and they did a whole bunch of different uh, quests, the gathering quests out there. And Tia hit 40, and then I sent her back to get training for the portals. I probably won't play her again anymore. She's been right now she's just my uh neutral auction house all. But I got a mage that has a couple of portals. She's got Ogramor and Thunderbluff. That's kind of useful, I guess. And you know, with the uh, the new thing coming out with the warlock, I'll be able to at least summon somebody and port somebody, so it will be helpful. And then I uh I've Actually, done a few of the Hala uh, PvP quests. Oh. I never really
0: did the Hala PvP qu- PvP quests. Well, um, what, what, like, what are those all about? Well, one
1: of them, and I haven't got quite the knack of it, but I've just figured out that you have to go into this um, this roost on one side of Hala, and you can you get thrown up in the air, and you get ten bombs, and you can bomb Hala. <laughs> So, basically, like I said before, Hala goes back and forth between the two factions, and fortunately, Earth and Ring is balanced enough so that sometimes the Alliance gets it and then sometimes the Horde does. What would be kind of neat is if I hurried up and got my Alliance characters <laughs> up to <laughs> a high enough level, and I alternated between the two. But uh, between my death, my two Death Knights who are in there right now, they've managed to kill a couple of uh, uh, Alliance characters, so... That's kinda neat. And they've been running around doing mining and uh herbalism and working on finishing the nesting way quest. At one time, um April, who's the miner, just went riding around by herself because I think I I was uh doing something where I only had one I didn't have an I was doing something else I didn't want to dual box. She actually rode south and uh picked up a quest of oh, you know what she picked up? Remember, I don't know if you remember this, but Sheo was looking through the for a a missing quest because he needed to just finish one more quest in that area, and he couldn't find it. Why? Well, f- Where well, what? It was just one chick that just happened to be hanging out in the Grand. She had a, a, a exclamation mark mark on her head, and she was actually standing next to the guy in Nessingwary, and she goes. Hi, uh, can you take this these hides to so-and-so? And I said, sure. What the heck? I'm not doing anything pressing. So I took her hides. And next thing you know, right after I took her hide, the guy standing next to her, the question mark pops up. And I said to her, he's right here. <laughs> She's so lazy. I mean, my goodness. So I got that quest. I laughed because I know that uh, um, uh, Shea had such a hard time trying to get that quest. So anyway. And then we, I rode her, I rode uh, April South, and she found, oh, she ended up in Terracore. And she did the quest where she had to go and kill so many ogres and then beat this other ogre into submission until he told him something. And then he, she came back and got it, and that was a few points. And then she just rode around north. Sometimes I just like to explore. And she ended up in um Zangar Marsh. Where she killed some Sporogar. She killed some people, some um, big, ugly, gross-looking things for the Sporogar. The Bog Yeah, the Bog Lords. Yeah, that was kind of neat. So, um, as much as I loved grand, it was nice running around and exploring. I actually really should just get these two Death Knights to um, Netherstorm. Because they're at a point where, you know they could probably take on the higher level and then zoom to 68. But uh, I think probably by the next uh, podcast, which we should have all three of us together again with um, Shayo, I might be 68 on my death nights and that would be really cool. And I guess that brings me about to what I've been doing. Oh, oh, one last thing. I do have the Necklace of the Deep on the uh, Jewel Crafter. Have you seen this necklace? I have not. It's a, it's a blue necklace, and it and it's socketable for level sixty five, so it was kind of neat. I I've been running around getting. Uh, you have to it it's it doesn't take any ore at all. It takes ten jagal uh, pearls, which are funny because they're sometimes hard to get, but their prices fluctuate on the auction house. Uh, sometimes they're as little as twenty five silver, so and sometimes they're as high as one gold or one fifty.
0: Ten jiggle pearls, uh, one shadow pearl, and three, ma- three
1: moats of-, of of water, which is excellent, easy to get, and it they're easy skill ups And I'm trying to make and, and um the last time I was on the auction house, it looks like they sold for seventy something gold.
0: <laughs> they have two red sockets. Yeah, that's why.
1: Yeah, so that would be uh really cool. I'm uh, you know making as many as I can. So what I've been doing is uh on my neutral on my um alley alt, I've been buying every single one. Cause sometimes it's kind of funny. If you don't see anything else of a kind and you don't know that it's valuable, you put it up kind of low. Especially if you're a new person and you're not running auctioneer. So I've been trying to keep them off of it. And of course, there was a few people who don't put a a buyout. Hello, people. <laughs> you know what I mean when they go in the auction house and they just put a bid.
0: I, I like the bid. The bid though is like so annoying because it it's always like really low, and, and you almost want to like you, you just skip over. Right, it. you don't, even, you don't bother. even
1: bother. If you want your stuff to sell, you want to put a buyout price on it. It's just that simple. I know you might think, oh, well, uh, well because if you just use uh, plain AH, the first thing it does is it just does a, a, a bid and it doesn't put a buyout, which, you know, if you're doing just plain a auction house and you're not running auctioneer and everything, you're probably selling stuff too cheap anyways. Anyhow, so that's what I've been doing this week. Now, what have you been doing?
0: All right, what have I been doing? Well, I've already talked a little bit about how I um, transferred to Wormrest um accord with Glanther and Arlaris. And I went with Glanther first. And uh it's a brand new RP PvE and I went with an RP PvE because I don't I don't RP myself, but I like being around people that RP if that makes any sense. And I, I I was talking a little bit where they brilliant before the, we started actually recording and I was saying how even though I don't actually RP I kind of feel like I'm a spokesperson for my for my tunes in the same way that you know you're not your friends but you know what your friends like and what they do kind of stuff so um, like people will go and they'll ask like how oh, does Alaris want to go and run this instance to do this quest and I'll say you know oh Alaris he doesn't he doesn't do that or Glanther doesn't you know he likes to do this. It's a, they almost have like a personality of their own, but I don't role-play them because um, it's like me kind of as their PR person. But I went on, and um, it's such a new server that I automatically I dinged a server first just by transferring. <laughs>
1: Congratulations.
0: Um, um, uh, I'm the first person on that server to get 450 in cooking. And everyone was like, 450 in cooking? How'd you do that? And I was like, well... Uh. It, it, I was not the first person on Earthen Ring, but I'm the first person here. So I have the, that uh, feat of strength achievement, which is kind of funny. Um, and uh, there were only, after a few hours, 23 level 80s on the whole server. Just 23. And I got messaged by one of them, and they're like, hey, you know what? Like, I know you don't know us, we want to try starting a, a a new raid guild, but before we ever do anything, like we we should go and run the Obsidian Sanctum um, raid on heroic, so that way we can get a server first. Because if you do it, like if you if you're the first person on the server to kill like one of the um one of the, the raid bosses, you get a special title. Like they have one for Conqueror of Naxaramis and they have one you know. So if you if you're the first person to kill um Kel the, the Zod. Um, I have a hard time with... Kel <laughs> Puzad, there we go. If you're the first person to kill him, you get um, that Conqueror of Naxoramus, um title. And then you also have...
1: Like an actual um, title over your head?
0: Like an actual title. Like the same way that you have, you know, like Glantha the Explorer, uh, or you have like... Yeah, you actually get, you know, a title. Um, like private or, or, or things like that. Yeah. Um, and so we got together, 23 people, I believe it was, and we ran... The Obsidian Sanctum twenty five man raid and Glanther is now Obsidian Slayer Glanther. Oh,
1: congratulations!
0: Got, and it was one of those things where like, like, I totally got swept into it, and I'd never really run a raid before. This is my first raid, you know, and it was the first one on the server. So I, you know, I was kind of talking with a bunch of people after the fact, and I actually ended up joining the raid guild. Um, and they were like, you know, it's you're such a noob. <laughs> They're like, people like would kill to have that title in like other realms and they have to like slave for months and months and like, you know, plan and everything else. So when a new dungeon comes out, they're the first ones there and you just kind of got it by accident. And I was like, man,
1: awesome. <laughs> it happened.
0: Yeah. Um, and I also ran a wing of Naxaramus on 10 man. So not heroic. Um, and I got a new pole arm, which looks really cool. Um, but it's much too long for Glanther. He's a dwarf, and the pole arm is about twice his size. So <laughs> it looks a little ridiculous, but it has great stats. Um, but you know one of, the, one of the things I've noticed a lot about Wormrest Accord is not just such a new server. Um, it's, not just such a, it's an RP server, a lot of people that, you know, transferred a lot, a lot from Earthen Ring, a lot from Garou- um, Garouche. Um, they really wanted to bring in, like, role-playing again. And, of course, there was the role-play flame wars on the server. You know, like, oh, our peers are stupid, blah, 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 blah. And there's now officially also a, a guild war going on <laughs> on Wormrest Decord where everyone's trying to be, like, the official guild of that server. The same way that AIE is, like, the official guild of, like, Earthen Ring. We have a whole bunch of different... You know, guilds that are trying to be like the main guild on the server. We have Lost Chapter, which is the one that I'm in. So hopefully that one wins. Um, and then we have then we have Mean Girls, which is they're the biggest competition right now, I think. And then you have a couple of other smaller ones. But it's really kind of funny watching trade chat because there's so few people in in the major cities that everyone communicates via trade chat now. Like There's like 10 people running around Dalaran at any given time, which is so different from Earthen Ring, where there was 10 people in a 10-foot radius in Dalaran. I'll you know? have to
1: log on the Jasper, because uh, he's sitting in Dalaran right now. And, uh...
0: It makes it, it, makes it kind of tough um, to find um, groups if you want to run any instances, if you even need help with a quest. like uh, it. Those quests where they go around and they pick up this, pick up that. Those are really easy because there's, <laughs> there's nobody. nobody else. So where, where I used to be, you would fight, you know, over, you know, the the pieces of paper or you know the nodes. Like there's nothing, and you know, it's such a much different experience. Um, and I've been trying to level um, Arlaris as a as a holy paladin because my guild needs a lot more healers. Like if you if you like playing alts. Level a healer. And if you're part of a guild, they will love you because you'll be on playing one of your characters and, and they kind of people start to realize that you have a healer and you'll become everyone's favorite guildy. They'll be nice to you no matter which character you're logged in, because they all know that you have a healer somewhere in your alt arsenal. So uh tip for people who are obsessed with alts, have a healer. Um and then Besides from that, I mean, I've been having, I've been having trouble finding good spell casting plate gear, because as a holy paladin, you want to wear plate, but I mean, most plate is built for warriors and protection paladins, right. so they don't have a lot of spell power. All of that goes to um, mages and priests. I, I don't know. Have you ever done uh, a holy paladin no, but before? but I did hear
1: that some holy paladins actually.
0: Wear cloth. Wear cloth, yeah. They're <laughs> called cloth <events>. at <laughs>
1: That's crazy.
0: And and I didn't understand like why anyone would who, you know, would do that because cloth makes you so squishy. Right. And um, now I can finally understand why people would do that. Because it really is really, really hard to find good spellcasting gear. I'm actually thinking of going I asked my guild. I'm like, should I actually go protection? Like, do we need any tanks? And they were like, no, no healer, healer. You know, they're, they're like, if don't you, do if it. Just
1: have a few pieces of cloth and still have some tank. You could, some plate. You should be all right, right?
0: Oh yeah, you should be okay because you're not actually going to be engaging anything. But maybe I'm still kind of a like a newbie at at playing like a paladin. But like I feel like I feel weird. Like I I once decked out glanther in all leather, and it, I mean it worked and it, it gave him you know, a little bit better attack rating. But I mean, he ha- he can wear mail, you know, and it just seemed like if you could if you can do it, you should, you know? But that's just that's just me. That's just the little the O C D streak in me. You know, like you wanna make sure that you have the best of everything and and I, I suppose there's gonna be like eight pieces of good plate spell casting gear and I'm gonna have to grind for years to find them, but they're out there. Um and for people that kind of that the last big thing um, that I've been doing, I found a great um, Ventrilo client for Mac. So Ventrilo is um, a system that allows you to, to talk with um, other, you know, members of your group or other members of your guild, like over, like VoIP, like voice over IP. And Ventr- uh, Ventrilo was like the main one that's out there, but I found one called Ventrilo. <laughs> Which is spelled the same with just one less L, so it's V E N T R I L O instead of V E T R I L L O, and it also has a PC and Linux client too. And I find it like it works. It works really well, and, it, and it's kind of nice. I don't usually talk on it, but when I was in the raids, I was I was in like it's nice to be able to hear other people because I'm very new at a lot of the stuff, and and they'll yell like DPS do this, DPS do that, and that's what Glanth, uh, so would really help me help everyone else because if they were typing it out, you could you can't really type out that stuff really easily. So, and I found there's a lot of a lot of women who play World of Warcraft, and none of none of the Alliance people were actually little kids, oh. which is amazing. <laughs> a lot of them. There was one member of my guild who's um, probably a lot like um, she probably a lot like you, Apriline. She's probably you know you know married. I actually I know that she's married, but she's but she's certainly like in her like later thirties. So um like like adult has kids the whole nine yards. And it, it, it's nice to kind of know that there are other adults out there like you and me who, who play that. They're not all like fourteen year olds. But that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been talking a lot during what you've been what you've been doing, um, oh, at brilliant and stuff. But I, I still think it's funny that I have a realm first in cooking. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, so that th- that was probably like the highlight of of my week. It's like, yay, success. First one. Um but yeah, that's that's about it. Okay,
1: well let's get into um we have uh fortunately um bladed edge.
0: Yay bladed edge. <laughs> So, can I read it?
1: Sure, go ahead.
0: Okay. So, The Bladed Edge. Now, this week's been busy in real life, so old Blade doesn't have a lot of news to report. My little project is coming along, hit a few snags here and there, but I hope by next week to be back in Northwind, hammering my way up to 80. Got things to do, you know, gotta level my engineering skill, too. That said, if you need any tinkering or sudden miraculous inventions to be made, all blades, not half bad. But I did come across someone who totally bested me in the miraculous invention department, McGoiver. <laughs> yeah, seriously, he's in Howling Fjord. Admittedly, it's a bunch of, it's a bit of a lunch bag letdown that he's a gnome, but regardless, he's on the beach at Volgard. He's even got a tag under his name, very apt for one of the best inventors of miraculous stuff, Pro. That's the tag. Moving on from the Dirty Little Tricks Department. For the hunters, a two-in-one, because if you're like me on Wolf Tusk, not the best hunter in the world, but not so clueless as to be called a huntard, and those are the ones that let their pet growl, the aggro, off the tank, you know who you are. I did that just once, just everyone knows, and I apologize for that, because I I was a huntard at one moment. But the rest of us getting... Tard with a nasty brush every time one of you Jokers goes up in the dungeon. So hopefully this two-shot of macros will help from that help that from happening a little less often. Evil orc laugh. Step one: forward slash focus target. So manually select your target, player, pet, or even a mob you want as a focus and hit the macro. They now have a shiny glow around their character picture, showing them as your focus. And yes, your focus can also be an enemy mob. You may be on CC, which is crowd control, duty and assigned to chain trap a particular mob. This macro does its part by making the mob your focus, making it easier to keep track of your enemy. Now, step two. Forward slash target focus, forward slash assist target, forward slash cast auto shot. Or whatever, some folks like to have an instant cast shot like arcane shot. In here, it's personal preference, really. Some prefer a slower-acting shot like Serpent Sting to allow the tank to generate a little threat before the damage starts. Assuming that you, have, uh, that you use the macro we just mentioned to choose the tank as your focus, this macro will allow you to fo- uh, forward slash assist your focus, the tank, and let fly with one of your attacks. If you remove the third line and don't have an attack launched at the tank's target as soon as you hit this macro, then you select the tank's target as your own. That's what a forward slash assist does, and you wait. This might be a wise thing to do depending on the situation. It lets the tank generate the threat they need to keep the mobs from focusing on you. But then, there's something to be said about waiting a few seconds while the tank does their thing. Whatever you do, don't use aimed shot. If you do, I'll track you down and call you a huntard myself. Evil orc laugh. (laughs) From Old Blades' uh, basket, uh, oh, blah. from Old Blades' Easter egg basket, as everyone knows by now, Old Blade's been doing some exploring, and some of the more out of the reach places have hidden things to find if you look hard enough. For example, when flying between Elwyn Forest and Burning Steeps, if you look down, you can see some campsites along the banks of a small river or stream that eventually feeds the waterfall in Northshire. You can't get to this place from Elwyn Forest, but there's a path that leads right up the mountains to it from the Burning Steeps. I recommend being high enough level to uh, to not draw an angle from the level 50-plus monsters in this zone. From up here, there's some pretty spectacular views of Elwynn Forest. And another little curiosity, near the banks of the stream, there's a school of fish you can fish from, but don't catch fish. You catch peace blooms. That's really awkward. Weird. Also, if you swim south from Menethil Harbor in the wetlands, technically north from Stormwind Harbor, you will come to a spot on the coastline called Newman's Landing. Now, I know what you're thinking, who goes there? Apparently not many people. It does seem to be a pun on the phrase no man's land, after all. Not a friendly place. Uh, There are skeletons all over the place. It looks like the last time I PVP'd against the Alliance. There's even a signpost with a skull balanced on an axe embedded in the post. From what I hear, this place used to be completely abandoned. Maybe a long-forgotten pirate treasure burial site. Who knows? High Admiral Shelly Jork might. He's the goblin that, with a few guards, has recently come to the area, maybe to dig for pirate gold. As always, an awesome podcast, guys. Blade.
1: Thank you, Blade. Bravo. Thank you, Blade. <laughs> There is—it's wonderful that there's so much to World of Warcraft, and uh, we're very fortunate to have Blade as our guide for these areas. So keep up the good work, and uh, thanks again. So we also have some emails, <clears throat> and the first one is from Patrick, and he says, "Bye bye to Earthen Ring for me." Well, Patrick, believe me, we know how you feel. Hello, guys. For the past few weeks, when I've tried to sign on to the Earthen Ring, 95% of the time, I am stuck in a queue. Unfortunately, I encountered the last draw a few days ago, and that was it. I took the free character move and moved Burk, my level 35 hunter, and my other alt to the garage server. Unfortunately, this does mean that I've left AIE, which did disappoint me a bit. But the fact that there's no more queue time now means I can play for a bloody change. So sorry, Asheo, I know it was you who added me to the AIE guild. LOL, so Aprilian, you no longer have to worry about my alt lurking in the auction house to intercept your cross-faction auctions. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm in listening to the last few podcasts, I think I figured out the name of your alliance tune that you, that you use in your AH laundering scams. Not to worry, your secret is safe since I am no longer on Earthen Ring. Well, that's it. That is all for now. Go Arsenal FC. That must be a British sports thing. Patrick. Well, you know, Patrick, just, uh, you weren't the only one from AIE or from Earthen Ring that's over to Garage. So I'm sure you'll find a bunch of uh, people over there that uh, will give you this a similar environment that you found on Earth and Ring. And uh if you left anybody on Earth and Ring you can always put in an alt into AIE and uh, you know, when the lines die down, just pop in and hang out for a little bit. Or, you know, on the during the week when the kids are in school. But uh yeah, I I transfer some characters over to Garage as well, so I'll I'll look you up.
0: I actually I wanna there's a guild on um, Earthen Ring called uh, Dwarven Alliance. And I want to like I, I just took the transfer. I didn't say goodbye to any of them. Mm-hmm. But they were a good guild out there. So if any of the Dwarven Alliance people are, are there, no hard feelings, you guys are great. I just didn't want to be in the queue anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, the queue was really hard. Okay, do you want to read the next one?
0: Yep. So email number two from Ber- B. Renry, uh, Boulderfist. Um, and he says, uh, when he comments on his dread about pinnacle gauntlet, there is a way to easy mode it. Here's how this
1: one where you did the harpoon. Yeah.
0: Yes. And this one is, uh, like this is actually the, the, the way to, to kind of easy mode it, but like it's, it's, we still die all the time. <laughs> okay. So party waits in the room before the gauntlet. Um, someone aggro's the boss, so he'll fly up starting the event. That person then runs back. He and all the mobs will despawn. Then the party runs all the way down the hall to the room at the other end. This will avoid all frontal, uh, all frost, is, frost issues on ground. Just AOE the mob waves that spawn on top of you. Right before the 5th or 6th, I forget which, wave when the boss lands, everyone... Leave the room so they avoid cleave of boss and tank picks it up. Enjoy free epics. (laughs) So it sounds uh, (laughs) simple. Like the way that it works is kind of from someone who's tried it out before, like it you basically go to the other end of the hall and then he comes back, and one person runs down, starts the event, and then all the mobs that come out of like this room on the side they don't have to, they don't get to run towards you, you're basically already there. And then you have somebody AOE all like the threat, but like it's still like a pain because like they're still coming and and um, you still have to wait for those harpoons to drop. And it's just such a I, I dread the days that Utgard Pinnacle is the daily heroic because it's just such a ugh. like King Ymirin is not as is easier than this um, guy on the dragon. Um, and then oh, that that was it. That was from B Henry. Be renry Be renry yes, okay. there we go.
1: <laughs> so we got two emails from um from Dreamweaver. And he starts off by saying, I've just finished listening to Control AltWow and was quite shocked to hear my email on the show. As looking back, it was quite long, and <laughs> was even more shocked to find out I won. Um so he was he's a little concerned about whether or not he could get the Blizzard Authenticator. But you know what? We'll talk about that. But I just want to read his um, next email, which he says, back again, after listening to the podcast and being surprised that I won, I would like to say sorry for missing out, Gl- Glantha from the very start. But I did say something about all three of you in the iTunes review I did before I wrote the email to, Gl- to Control Altwell. That's true. But you did.
0: So thank you, Dreamweaver. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> so, um... Also, a little update from my fuzzball druid. After quite some time working on all the rep with the home cities, I finally got the title reward of ambassador. I was so pleased with myself. I was running around all over the place showing off my title. And about 30 minutes later, I got a whisper from a friend asking to tank Malagos, a 10-man. So off I went. I have been before, so I knew how to do... How to, what to do in phase one and two, but I hadn't been able to down him as of then until I got into this group. The damage that all of these people were doing was amazing. So getting Malagos to fifty percent in quite a short time came came the next phase. This is where mobs come flying down on hover disks. Think about think back to the future, <laughs> that little skateboard yeah. thing. So the ones that were on the ground, I picked up while they were nuked down then the ones in the air were taken down as well. And this phase, when one of the mobs died, they drop the hover disc and melee can jump on them and DPS down the ones flying in the air. How cool is that? Once they're all dead, the platform that you're on just crumbles away and all ten of them just fall into space to our deaths. But just when I think, oh no, while falling... Ten drakes from the dragonflight come sweeping up and we land on the backs of them. <laughs> the drakes have the ability have abilities all of their own, so we use the drake spell to kill Malagos, 1% on him and the second he dies, kaboom. Dreamweaver has earned Champion of the Frozen Wastes. So now I am known as Dreamweaver, Champion of the Frozen Wastes. I didn't even know I would get the title, so I was a bit shocked and getting it only after only an hour after getting the title of ambassador. Wow, good for you. My Druid has a funny uh A in his name, so I'll link his armory page and we'll put that in the show notes. So Thank you, Dreamweaver. And you know what? I'm gonna put you back in the running and we're gonna talk. So we have uh three emails uh, are you on?
0: No, because I wanted to try to not have... Uh, my, my computer spins the fans a lot, and I want to try to have as quiet okay. uh recording as possible.
1: All right, so I'm going to do uh, row three. And number two won this time. So uh, number two was... E- Renry. Renry. All right. So uh, let me know. Do you want the one month of, of WoW or if you want to get the Authenticator? So it's up to you. And that brings us to the end of another wonderful Control Alt oh, WoW. Thanks for listening. And as usual, I'm Aprillian for the Horde.
0: And I'm Glanther for the Alliance give or, or take you like
1: me like sail here it's been real.
0: may you always be victorious may the gates of quill be open to you always. may our paths cross again catch
1: you later al deel shala go in peace